0: ESPN. Now, 929 FM ESPN presents Memphis' biggest columnist. You ain't gotta do
1: nothing, you ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. No, ain't getting no,
0: get no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Cawkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 929 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker So let me first apologize to the shirts and the ties for your makeup Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops, we're on a rampage Bubbles popping up before you know it There's rubble in the office, we'll be pushing it up Somebody say, you
2: Good
3: morning everybody happy Thursday uh, let's see today today being Thursday we will uh, we'll have Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock of course we also have him on Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Friday but also Thursday, and today is Thursday. It's Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then we have the one thing you can come to count on on this uh, radio show. We are going to have Jeffrey Wright crushing some poor sap on writer then right. I don't
4: know about this week.
3: It's been a tough
4: week. We, we've we've had to manage. Josephine mm-hmm.
3: has gone off to daycare. That is one of the truly yeah. wrenching moments of a parent's life. It is interesting to think that once upon a time, when you went to school, was your mom working full-time? She was. She was? Yes. She was still a teacher. So you did have, well, what it, well what, what, when you were four, do you
4: know mm-hmm. how you who took care of you? So my mom, that was kind of the other thing we've talked about, you know, there's all this great information out there. But, like, my mom talks about how the the person that she first, like, I went to somebody's house. She's right. like, she it found feels it. like everything she found should
3: it. be better, but everything's worse. Like we are, we we are we, overwhelmed with information. I, I understand that having a world in where where women were discouraged from working and just expected to stay home was not particularly satisfying for a lot of women, um, and so I'm not advocating that. But what's remarkable is is that I am supportive of a world where a family could be totally comfortable. With one salary, like sure. th- that was America for a significant period of time, and now the idea of someone staying home full time is such a luxury if you have that, or it's or or you are making incredible uh, sacrifices. sacrifices in order to make that happen. Hell, and then of course there's a lot of families where not two parents to begin with, sure. so we have this incredible. Childcare thing. I, we had. Eh, I mean, certainly, I certainly didn't go to daycare. We had sitters who came in. Well, there were nine of us, so right. so, so some good of the, some of the, the some of the babysitting was your someone yes. And then in terms of the babysitting, it's good bang for the buck if you can get a babysitter and they're watching five people. Right, it's like your own in-home daycare, Correct. right? You know, whatever else exactly so that's what we had. Uh, and no, I didn't. Ha- I didn't go to quote unquote daycare. And then my mom. Although she was a doctor, she worked part-time at a mental institution. And so she would make our breakfast, and then she'd be home by the time we came home. Like, she was always home by the time we came home. And um, it feels like now, for most kids, they're either in daycare till 5, or they're at school and then in after-school activities till Mm 5, or whatever else. And so then you see your kids for this little period of time in the evening and weekends it's and the and and then honestly all that is so programmed parenthood is like so many things it also feels like like the fact that we have access to so much more information on yes. the internet means we should be so much more enlightened right we should be more reasonable more enlightened we have we can see we can read anything find out about anything we can at the drop of a hat and instead we're just it seems like we're stupider well i think we've also had like we're overwhelmed with information. Well, and so therefore the problem is, is that what we get, and I'm not even making the, what we then, the information we get is driven by our biases, right? Like we then, okay, so what am I going to look at? Well, I'm going to look at the stuff that I already agree with, right? And so I have this whole world to navigate as opposed to once upon a time – you got what the newspaper gave you, and you got what Walter Cronkite gave you, or whatever else what Joe Birch gave you, right. and that was that's that was it. You couldn't go say I, uh, I'm MAGA or I'm uh, Biden or so I'm going to find things that only align with my views. There wasn't that option. You couldn't actually, um, you know self select sure. the information you got because there was only so much information you got you got the you went to the library and looked at the encyclopedia britannica or sure. whatever the hell it was anyway i, think I don't know another guy
4: uh, on uh, this another big issue though is like yes there's lots of great information out there you know and else is also like trust your instincts there's a certain like you know what i mean like there is an instinct element of <laughs> i don't I, I, I
3: here's the truth i don't always trust my instincts and I think that's well-learned uh, skepticism about my own instincts. I really don't treat, trust everybody else's instincts. No, no, but, I'm, but I'm also <laughs> talking, like, in terms of, like, it's one thing to trust your instincts, like,
4: what am I going to bet on college football this weekend? My instincts there are, are hit or miss. But in terms of, like, keeping your kid alive, like, you
3: you have instincts there. Well, that, that I don't. That, that, that's true. Does that go back to daycare? Anyway, you don't think you're going to do well in writer than Right? You're going to be the normal juggernaut. That's how we started this. Correct. Week. In writer than Right trivia. I've been spread thin this week. You've been spread thin this week. And this follows a week, by the way, when, and I didn't look at this for your picks last week. It didn't feel like that's when you spilled the crap on the, on the yeah. console. And then you made the picks. Instead of researching them, as you typically do, you made the picks on the fly. Correct. Didn't feel like it went well as I was watching Saturday unfold. It went five and seven. It wasn't as bad. Uh, like there wasn't was as bad. As there was a
4: stretch right. that was bad. Right. There was a stretch that was yeah. bad. The real, the kick in the nuts was Florida not covering. Yeah. Would despite having a lead late in the second half and getting two touchdowns and a hook, and then Oregon. Oregon just abs like they got two pass interference penalties. USC gets a garbage touchdown, and all of a sudden they
3: don't cover. It. That that was a kick in the nuts. We got righty than right trivia after Chris Harrington straight up at ten o'clock. Do we have a fabulous prize, Jeffrey? We do indeed, Jeff. Win them before you
4: can buy them. We got two tickets to go see Pantera's for the for the fans for the brothers for the Legacy Tour. They will also have special guests, Lamb of God. It's FedEx Forum, February the tenth of twenty twenty four. Tickets will go on sale tomorrow. Through Ticketmaster at
3: 10 a.m., but you can win them before you can buy them. So we got Chris Harrington, and we have Writer Than Right Trivia. Uh, first hour is open. We got a lot of things to talk about uh, in the world of sports. I did want to open though. Thanksgiving is bearing down upon us, and uh, I saw a piece today, and you, I just want to get your sense of whether I'm crazy here. Okay, and it was uh, the piece was three things uh, that you can bring to Thanksgiving. That will make you a hero. All right. Okay? I read these three things, and if someone brought any of these three things to my Thanksgiving, stipulating that I was having a big Thanksgiving with lots of people over, I would think they were a complete weirdo and dork, or something was wrong with them. What are, in fact, three things you could bring to Thanksgiving that would make you a hero cuz i'm not you i'll let you I, you can try to guess these things now that i've sl- i've given you a sense of what yeah what we're i was up just against. i was i was what could you bring to thanksgiving i mean don't people just
4: bring a bottle of wine period well the first thought that i had was oftentimes bringing dessert because usually whoever's responsible for the cooking like you know it's you're bringing the dessert bringing the dessert i think is helpful oh it doesn't if you're bringing food though isn't that planned in advance like isn't it i will bring a dessert yeah, I guess I, I I I can see that argument. But then my number two thought
3: was bottle of wine or whatever. Like, yes, if someone brings a bottle of wine to your house, mm-hmm. do you look up how expensive it is? Because you can, right? I usually know. Oh, you just know. Yeah, look at you, I'm kind of a whiner. So, my, my is it bad if you do look up how expensive it is? See, Let, it, let's say let's say you're not looking it up. For the purposes, of- but you're like of, looking
4: at like oh, like oh what is this rating like what's this similar? You're to- not yeah, yeah, looking yeah, like you want it the up for the
3: purposes of is my friend a cheapskate or are they incredibly generous? You're looking it up for the purpose of how special. I'm I'm not a wino, so if I was looking it up for the purpose of is this a really special wine that I should save and right here's the other thing is this a bottle of wine I could re-gift? or is this a bottle is this wine? A bottle-
4: is this a bottle wine we should
3: open now. Or right, should we, exactly, like-, like I so my brother Hugh got. He had a big party the other day, and he got lots of bottles of wine, and he he looks them all up. And, like, one of them was worth $475 or something like that. And so he then says, you know what? I'm going to save this. I'm going to save this. I'm going to have it on Christmas or something. I think you make a key distinction, though. It sounds to me
4: the way you laid it out. Hugh didn't look it up until after, you know, like he's like, "We got all these wines." Yeah, no, he he
3: looked. Well, it might have been that night or something. It wasn't, but like, it wasn't during in front of the guy. No, no. I'm not saying like in front, but like, you know, hey,
4: oh, I'll go take this this to the, I'll take this to the back bar, like, and and then you start looking it up. I I think that's a key distinction, but like, yeah, I mean,
3: I don't think that that's unreasonable. Most people, but I don't think it makes you a hero if you bring a bottle of wine. It makes you standard. Standard. No, I, that to me like that's like right. a custom kind of. So what could make you a hero? I don't know that there's anything that what could what could you bring that would make it. Gary Bar- Parish would say a tray of Chick fil A nuggets. That's well, what he would say would make you a hero. Well, again, this is
4: probably specific to me. Uh huh. You know what you could bring? What uh, winners. We got a whole day of football. You got If you got thoughts, if you've got a play on the Thanksgiving game, you got winners, come on okay. down.
3: So here are the three things that this piece uh, said you could bring to a Thanksgiving celebration that would make you a hero. Okay, I bet these are going to be wildly underwhelming. They're just so dorky. Okay. One, your own apron. <laughs> what? The idea is you, you arrive and you say, hey, what can here I do? Here to help. I do think you can say, what can I do, right? Like, and I think that's very nice, and I think that's appreciated, and I think it's great. I, I think it's, it's a way of just getting people involved. And truth of the matter is, sometimes when I throw a party, I don't have many parties, but when I throw a party, I intentionally don't have, every, like, I expect pe- some people to come and pitch in. It's jolly. But if they then brought out their own apron, I think, what is I wrong actually, with you? I think this is, a, this is a horrible, because
4: it's one thing, to your point, <laughs> what can I do to help? That, that's thoughtful. Right, like, sure. I'm bringing an apron because I know I'm going to have to do means some like, serious. Yeah,
3: I don't trust you. Well,
4: yeah, it's also like it's like I'm taking over. Yeah. Do people really? What percentage of people when they're cooking wear aprons anyway? Um, well, like my dad does put the apron on when he's cutting the turkey because right. it, it the juices everything goes everywhere. Right, but, but like
3: yeah, you like, do not. Okay, so my first bit of advice is do not bring your own apron. Yeah, that, dorky that sends would was a be? horrible message. Okay, here the, all three of these things. These were all advertised as, and it was it was at Wire Cutter is who wrote this Wire Cutter. Um,
4: second one this is also, I can already tell this feels like a list that was designed to the this is okay. This is not one, made
3: in good faith. Your own take home container for leftovers. Again, th- I've pathetic. already I've already this pathetic. No, this you're, is you're assuming. You're, First like, off, they how cooked, weird would that be? They, cooked, someone, the, they <laughs>
4: cooked the leftovers. They paid for the leftovers. Right, and now you're, the here, leftovers
3: I'll, are theirs. Okay, what happens though if if they offer? That's a different thing. Okay, what happens though if you don't bring out the containers until they say, "Hey, please, we can't eat all this dressing. Take some off of our hands." And then you're like, "Oh, I got my handy dandy leftover." Even that's weird. Yes, agree because it, weird. Yes, no. This is I brought my own leftover no, this, dishes. I can already
4: tell you what this list is. This list was last year or whatever, two years ago, when the Bears had Andy Dalton, and that was when I realized we we jumped like this is the no longer is anyone trying to be intellectually honest. When they did QB one, the infographic, uh-huh. just knowing like it doesn't matter that you're going to get roasted doesn't matter. It's all about engagement, engagement, engagement. <sighs> engage. That's what this list is. I
3: don't, th- I don't think so. I think this is a bunch of nerdy who people would say, who, no, who would like, say no. Who would say this come is, like, is a good it? idea? No and normal people. And then thirdly, thirdly. Now that you know the, the 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 type of thing, do you have a third guess? A wild guess? Your appetite? Come no, hungry? No no, <laughs> no, no, that would be fine. Actually, a stain remover, like a little Tide pen, because someone's going to get gravy even there. Again, weirdo. What kind of person says, "Hey"? I got it, you hear? I got my Tide stain remover pen. You know what the
4: biggest problem with all of this is? You look like a nerd. No, 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 no. You look like a narcissist.
3: That you have to solve it all. Correct. I'm, it's, it's. hey, I got it. I'm yes. a, I You look oh, like a narcissist. I, it's total. You know who would bring this stuff? Cliff Clavin. Yes. To there make a go. To make a, ni- a 70s reference. All my references are from the 1970s. Correct. Cliff Clavin would bring these things to a party, and we would mock him relentlessly. This is preposterous. All right, That's narcissism my rant running away. today. We do have more uh, on Thanksgiving. Chris Harrington wrote, but Chris Harrington has written columns about a series of things, including he wrote, he defense of the turkey today. Uh, he he, uh, he uh, er, uh, Yesterday he wrote a piece about the the BDSM. Uh. Mm-hmm. uh, uh Roads. Roads thing. Uh. Event they were going to have at Rhodes. Um. And um. And then before that he wrote about the Overton Park. Uh, zoo parking stuff, how it's finally settled and what lessons there are to be learned from it or something like that. So I'm going to ask Chris about all of those things because we're going to try to avoid talking about the guzzies too much here. Uh, but we'll be getting into all of this a little bit later. In terms of the world of sports, listen, there is some news and we'll get to the news uh, maybe in the next segment if you were interested in Draymond Green's suspension and whatnot. I thought this would be a moment to take a big picture on the three teams that we talk about the most often, the Memphis basketball team, the Memphis football team, and the Grizzlies, and ask ourselves, what would a reasonably optimistic sense of what could happen next be? Like, I'm not saying pie in the sky. I'm not saying Grizzlies put it together and win the title. Like, You're talking the high end of the realistic outcomes. The high outcomes. end of the realistic outcomes. Now that we've reset everything, I think everything we have re, we have reset expectations, or we have much more information for all three of these teams in what is realistically possible. So, and and, and at the end of them, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you an offer uh, as all of them do. Let's start with Memphis football. All right. I think this one's pretty clear with the the high end of the realistic outcomes. It is re- it is not it is not predictable that they would beat SMU this yeah, weekend, but it, but it is a high it is a totally realistic outcome that they would beat SMU this weekend. Yes. Okay, but then here's the thing. Because I was going to offer you with Memphis football, I was going to say, "Jeffrey, I'm going to offer you that they beat SMU." But things don't break right. Tulane doesn't beat UTSA. They don't get to the championship game. That's it. Will you take it? Probably. Because I I think they need –
4: I think the most important thing the season needs is you need a signature win. And this would actually be a signature win. And then
3: you do – even though you don't, you get to- need a win that makes people not be able to dismiss everything else on Correct. your schedule as what did you do? You beat a bunch of crappy ass teams, right? And that win would do the, this win would do that for you. Here's the thing, though: if you can do that, if you can beat SMU, which we are saying is very clearly at the high end, high end reasonable, right? Yeah, it's also then totally it is not at all far fetched. All it requires is Tulane, top 25-ranked Tulane, to beat UTSA. Because at that point, you are going to the title game. Yeah. And at that point, if you beat Tulane, you're probably going to the title game. It it, it There's a tiebreaker involved, but it, it, most of the computer rankings seem to suggest that you would go to the title game. Yes. Now, does it then reasonable to think you would beat Tulane and reasonable to think you would— We've... But if we're talking the high end of the projections, yes, because isn't isn't the high end of reasonable projections to still get to the title game?
4: No, I would actually argue it's to win because in the end to get to the title game, Memphis and I to get it, win the
3: title game. I get it was a home yes. To win so the then title why game. isn't the high end... why isn't in fact this seems crazy? But why isn't the high end of reasonable expectations the Fiesta Bowl? I mean, I think it is. It is, but I do think I do think the. And lo- totally, that's it's actually not far fetched. It's not outlandish. No, you, you got a it's little totally bit of a break.
4: So you get a little bit of a break yesterday. The NCAA,
3: which I thought they'd already ruled on this before, but we found out again, right. JMU is right. not eligible. They're not, James Madison, correct. they're not. James Madison and Jacksonville State and Tarleton or so others basically said, can we skip this whole two year easing in process? And the, and the NCAA said, no, you cannot. So, um, correct. So, Air Force got a second loss
4: last week. Shout right. out to. Shout-out to my Rainbow Warriors on Veterans Day. Uh, so I think the Mountain West is pro- – I mean, I suppose you still have Fresno. No, Fresno got beat also. Yep. Fresno got, got the first Here's stung. the thing.
3: All the, things that they, the things that have to happen are unlikely, but none of them are unreasonable. It's possible that all three happening becomes unreasonable. A, and the three things happening would be you beat SMU, then Tulane beats – UTSA, yep, and then you beat Tulane. Correct. The the likelihood of all three of those things happening, not great, but I think we can call that. The, I think I hate to say it, the high end of reasonable expectations for this team is to go to the Fiesta Bowl.
4: You had a ten point lead in the second
3: half against Tulane. Mind you, I don't think those things are going to happen, but that's what you could. You're not crazy if you're dreaming about that. No. Okay. Now let's go to. Uh, Let's go to Memphis basketball. All right. So I think the high end.
4: This is my gut, and you can. Uh-huh. I think the high. I'm end, offering you the sweet sixteen. Jeffrey. I would say my high end is the second weekend. So if you wanted to say elite eight, but like I, I think it's a second weekend team.
3: To say the final four again, it's not, it's not impossible. No one can imagine. You're on it, the second weekend. But you've that's got. It's not the high end of reasonable expectations. Only not, four teams go. Correct. And you have no idea, like what, like.
4: Not all Final Four appearances are the same. But, like, I think, to me, it is – the high end of realistic expectations is the second weekend. You can define that however you want. And I I, I think now from – you know, I still want to see probably a couple more weeks. But, like, I almost think, like, if this team doesn't make the tournament, this is going to be a disappointing season from what I've seen so far.
3: Oh, I think it will absolutely be a disappointing season if they –
4: If you tell me this team doesn't make the tournament, my first thought is they had horrific injury luck.
3: No. Clearly a disappointment if they don't make the tournament. And I think the only question is, is it a disappointment if they don't make the Sweet 16? And I don't think we can judge that yet, really. But I think right now, to take our standard, what is the high end of reasonable expectations? What does the optimist hope for? uh, And isn't dismissed as a kook with an apron and a... At a pen and, mm-hmm. and leftover dishes. Yes. Um, I think going to the Sweet 16, or the second weekend, second weekend, that gives us a little more leeway. Okay. High end of reasonable expectations for your Memphis Grizzlies? I think it's making the play-in.
4: And so, I mean, I guess if you want to say, take it one step further, make whatever, win the play-in and make the, make the first round. But, like, to me, the high end is a first-round exit. I think
3: at this point, what success looked like is Ja coming back and and not having any more uh, missteps, right? Yeah. And being awesome and engaged and all of that. Um, And then this team looking from that point forward Looking like the team we thought they would be, yeah, right. Yeah, and, you and you come to the conclusion. All right, this was a lost year as a gap and then year, that, but like you that, know what? But but not just. I mean, I I think it'll be an interesting question whether they can look even once Jock comes back, like the team we hoped and thought they could be. Yes, but I don't think it's crazy that that could happen. Well, I I, I mean, again, I think it's unlikely, but I do I do not think it's insane. It, it's well partly because are we saying before Steven or after Steven sure. right like once the steven adams if once this you you want when jock comes back you want him to look like the team we thought they could be without steven adams that's only fair right so yep. um and and you want them to look like a team that hey this was a bad year and whether they 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 lose in the play in or let's, this is a bad year but That's all it was. It was a bad year, and with a few moves and better injury luck and suspension luck and whatever else, they can be back on track to competing literally for a Western Conference title. Yeah, and that is not crazy to think that would happen. No,
4: but I mean, like you go and you look at win projections, and this does even take into account. Takes
3: win projections take into account Jaws' Jaws return return. and what are the current win projections over at ESPN. 33.8, 33.8,
4: so basically a 34 and 48. So that's not making the play in. That's missing it. I wonder
3: pretty- where that puts you in the lottery. Like where would that have put – that doesn't put you high in the lottery. That's a low lottery team. Where would that have put you in last year's lottery? Thirty. So right now that would be – based on their projections, that
4: would put you 7th in the lottery. It's about where you – were you 7th or 8th when you jumped jump I, I think it was seven. I think it was seven Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. Correct. I'm trying to see
3: if – Let's see, all right. What? What? <clears throat> I think that's about right. So, okay. Let me ask you this, just to, to 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 put a bow on this. What then is the worst thing that would happen? For, for the Tigers, it's getting blown out by SMU, and then and if you get blown out by SMU, even then, if you beat Temple, like it's 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 just no, such an unsatisfying. You have to make it a competitive game against SMU. Yeah. If you get blown out by SMU. Everyone is going to look back at what you've accomplished across your wins and totally reasonably say that was a joke. They'll be dismissive of all the good things you did. And it will be fair because when you, when you came up against good teams, you lost. And I'm talking about if you get blown out by SMU. Yeah, If you get blown out by SMU, it's like, see, we told you so. You're a crap team that just happened to beat other crap teams way too narrowly, by the way. You made everybody sweat to beat crap teams, and now you've been totally exposed as being basically a crap team yourself. Yeah, I think the stat is the
4: top four teams in the American have not lost to 5 through 12. Right. So
3: if you get blown out by SMU, if you lose 45 to 41, it'll be too bad, but— and and there will be a debate rages on cuz you won't have been a good team right yeah you will and you won't have a definitive answer and you won't have a definitive answer or whatever else but if you lose you know 48 to 13 right or whatever something like that just we are going to be immersed in this for a long time and then and then when Ryan gets his contract extension whatever it looks like and I, you've talked about well, maybe it can be a year or two tacked on without additional money, right? The old but, fake contract, the old fake contract extension. Then this will be a, a will, we'll be arguing about it all through next year. Like so, that's the worst thing that could happen. Um, with Tiger basketball, the worst thing that can happen, obviously, the missed tournament, right? I think so, right? And not, not, and not, not totally unreasonable to think that could happen. But I mean, but, we still don't know, like,
4: we don't, don't we don't know much this about is...
3: Missouri. I don't think
4: this is going to be a two bid league. Right. But this idea that, that the leagues just all of a sudden, like, you need FAU to be really good and you need the Tigers to be right. really good because that way, like, you can just, like, I think the top 25 is the amount of emphasis on it is absurd. With that being said, I will acknowledge when you look at what the tournament committee does, like, they pay
3: attention to the top 25 rankings. And then the worst thing uh, for the Grizzlies would honestly be Ja uh, having another. Yeah, or, collapse. I mean, an a injury to any of the three. One of the injuries to any of yeah. the three, or, but, but the yeah. job Another, thing yeah. blowing up again and yes. and turning into a total 100% mess. I guess the worst thing would be that they'd come up with an arena deal, right? Like We are still waiting for that. We are still waiting for, and it feels like uh, it'll be interesting to see where they are on this. I, are I, they to the point, we're getting to the point where they are either definitively going to kick the can uh, down to Paul Young, the yeah. new mayor, to figure this out, um, if not something has to has to happen soon um so there you go any other thoughts on any of these matters um what if saturday
4: so i was taking a look at like at some of smu's conference scores so they beat charlotte 34-16 it was a home game and they have beaten north texas 45-21 so those are similar type scores. Right now, those are the, really the only two common opponents between the Tigers and SMU. Both those games uh-huh. were one score games for the Tigers. Like if we're looking at like what is what does like a 35-17 game mean? Like, cause the the scenario you laid out was like 41-10. Well, you know, what if it's like 45-17 and and SMU gets you know, a touchdown in the fourth quarter to kind of, like,
3: make it a three-score game.
4: No. But it's, like, no, it's not really no. all that competitive. That, about that will
3: one. not – you've got to you, – you, in order to get points for this game, you either have to win it or it has to be a thrilling, heartbreaking loss.
4: Yeah, I'm
3: with you. If you are any – if you are either a blowout or even just a – it was clear from the very beginning SMU was the better team and you were the inferior team and there was never any suspense here – SMU wins. You're gonna get. I think a, it, what it will do is we will look back at everything that happened before through that perspective, which is no. Don't tell me there are four good teams in this or in this conference. There are three. Yeah, there are three. You 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 were you you're fake good. You, you, you didn't you didn't beat anybody. Yeah, you literally didn't beat anybody. And there will be other people arguing the opposite. Right, like, and and, tradition. but the argument will rage on, and it won't create any of the momentum. It'll be the it'll be one of the emptiest. That could be a nine win team if they go and beat Temple, right? Yes, it would be a nine Nine and nine and and then yeah, a nine win team, and it's going to feel like the emptiest nine wins in the history of nine wins. Yes, right. Yes, it's funny if you look at um, Norvell's. Record at Memphis because I've heard people say that Ryan is getting an incredibly bad rap because you look at Mike Norvell and in his third year, for example, at Memphis. Um, was it eight and six here? I, was, I think it finished eight and six of the ballgame. It was like an eight and five. Yeah, but here's the here it was it was eight and six, okay? And after third year, eight and six, why wasn't he why weren't people saying he should be fired, right? That's that's what you hear from that. I'll tell you why. You want to know he won, why? He won ten games because, in the second year. because the previous game he won the previous year he won ten games. Each of these years, he never once went uh had a losing record in conference, which Ryan had. He went five and three his first year, seven and one his second year. And then yes, even that third year when he was eight and six, in a much better conference he was 5 and 3 and the only reason he was 8 and 6 honestly is because they ended with a Well, they, they had to play central florida in the championship game and then they lost their bowl game against wake, wake. or something yeah. right so they were 8 and 4 heading into the championship game right. they got into the conference championship game right. get into so that 8 and 6 season which was a bad season according to some yeah they got to the conference championship game so it's it's his bad season was better than any season Ryan has had. It's why I have been preaching this all summer. Against the tougher schedule, against the tougher schedule, he had a season that got him to the championship game, and that's the one that some of Ryan's defenders hold up as his bad year. Why weren't people forget that Mike Norvell wasn't eight and six? No, I mean it's it's
4: it's been the fear that I've had all summer. Like I knew that their record was going to improve because the schedule was going to be significantly worse. It's even even worse than I thought because I didn't think Boise was going to be this bad. But that's why,
3: if they and we all agree, they could win this game. Yes, and they could go to the Fiesta Bowl, and then no one can complain about anything. Yes. No. Then you shove it
4: in the hashtag haters' face. Exactly right, and that's appropriate too. That yes. will then be appropriate no, too. By the way, you will have
3: earned the right. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. We uh, again we got Chris Harrington straight up ten o'clock, and we have right Than right trivia after that. If you're looking for a place to go, this uh, this weekend Bounty on Broad is there for you. Beautiful, it's two story place, corner renovated building on right off Broad Avenue on Broad Avenue, and uh, it's beautiful. You walk in, uh, just gorgeous. You head upstairs. There's a bar there. It's a perfect place, honestly, to go for drinks if you're meeting someone for drinks during this holiday season. I've talked about wine down Wednesday on Wednesdays when they have half price glasses of wine, half price bottles of wine. But any night, you go in there, or uh, or or get yourself, bring a group for dinner, bring your family for dinner, bring a date for dinner. Absolutely delicious. Get the fried oysters, get the Brussels, uh, get the pork belly confit, get the lamb shank with gouda grits. Perfect, all for the. Like, the fall season, just absolutely delicious. There is, my old friend Jennifer Biggs used to say, there's just a happy vibe to the place. It's a high-end restaurant with a happy vibe. 410-813-12519 Broad Avenue. It is Bounty on Broad. Taking a break. Back in a moment, Jeff Cockenshow, 92.9 FM ESPN.
0: Call from mom.
2: Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Tune in to Jason and John for the ultimate Memphis sports experience. From Tiger's pride to Grizzlies' grit, it's all right here. j Middays, 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple of years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming to end. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at redriverfordtoyota.com.
2: No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money?
0: Only when your clients make more money?
2: Yep. We have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds
0: like you really look out for your clients.
2: We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management.
0: Investments and in securities involve the risk of loss. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad.
1: Thanks, sweetheart.
0: I got you this.
1: A mug. What does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus compared to adults younger than 60.
2: Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer.
0: Hi, this is Jay Gaddis from James Gaddis Jewelers. Looking to pop that big question? My family is here to help. Come meet with Philip or James to find the perfect ring. Have something truly unique in mind? Well, if you can dream it, and even if you can't, we can create it using state of the art AI software. So before you shop online, stop by James Gaddis Jewelers and see why Memphians have trusted my family to help them express their love for over 70 years. Located in East Memphis at 4900 Poplar Avenue near Mendenhall, James Gaddis Jewelers, your family jeweler. FedEx Forum with special guest Lamb of God. This is a On <laughs> this Friday, 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Pantera, live in concert.
1: My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days
2: straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through December 21st, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network. For just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract, go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless Blend and auto-pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary.
1: Howie, we talk about how Robert Irwin Jewelers is different. Tell me about the RIJ way. We just listen to our customers. Like what? One day, I was at baseball practice, and the guy sitting next to me says, I haven't worn my wedding band because I grew out of it, and it was going to cost me $200 to resize it. And I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, damn, that's something that means a lot to you. So we decided to make free ring sizing for life at Robert Irwin Jewelers. That's R.I.J. Way. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. I'm a Vietnam veteran. I always knew that I was going to join the military.
4: My grandfather pulled out his own military uniform and actually let me put it on.
0: The greatest thing you could ever do in your life is to change and impact the world around you. Anybody that has ever
4: served in the military has that sense of serving others. I wanted to keep the people of the United States safe. Being a veteran
1: comes with a responsibility.
4: My role is being a protector.
1: We're born a proud country. We need to keep it that way. Boot barn. Found the roof leak. Where? See those shingles? (sighs) What do we do now? I pity the fool. You
0: need the A team. What? A team roofing in Collierville, one of only two diamond contractors in the Mid South. They're a licensed general contractor, but also a licensed insurance adjuster. When it comes to insurance approval, the decision really is in the details. Well, yeah. Get your roof done right. Call the A-Team, 901-605-ROOF. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. You
1: okay? I'm A-OK. Ateamroofers.com. Who better to ask than Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers? I got this white gold band, but it looks like it's turning a little bit yellow. Is that happen? Yeah, that's completely normal. All gold comes out of the ground yellow, so it's just going back to its natural state. Sometimes you have to replate it in what's called rhodium to make it bright white and beautiful again, just the way it was the first day you got it.
2: That's the R.I.J. way.
1: Free rhodium plating for life on your white gold ring from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. I'm
2: Trista Crick with BetQL. Thursday night, pits two division rivals, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens in a very important game for the AFC North. Here's a bet to consider. The under 46. This is the highest total the Ravens have had all year and both of the Bengals totals were above that number, went under. These rivals play hard against each other and Prime Time unders are 23 and seven this season. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today.
3: Thursday night football is on, and it's only on Prime. Tonight, it's a clash in the AFC North when Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals take on Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Not a Prime member? Sign up for a 30-day free trial to stream the game. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern with TNF Tonight, presented by Verizon, live from Baltimore. It's the Bengals and the Ravens on Thursday night football, and it's on Prime. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon.
0: NFL season
3: is, uh got another big game tonight. And over at FanDuel, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's not just tonight. That's just period. $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Plus, by the way, uh, they're telling us you should look out for an odds boost on the Titans game this weekend. That's basically free money. Uh, So keep your eye out for the odds boost coming up. Special from FanDuel um, this weekend. In the meantime, any winning $5 Moneyline bet, get $150 in bonus bets. That sounds fun. FanDuel is, a course, official betting partner of the NFL. It's safe. It's secure. You get your money fast. All you got to do is go over there, FanDuel.com. Use promo code Calkins, C-A-L. K I N S. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues now withdrawable. Bonus bets expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.family.com. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline 1 800 899 9789. All right. Uh, Jeffrey, there's some news items I wanted to get to. Uh, one is a um, lot being made of a uh, shooting in the parking lot of, of Top Golf. Yes. See that story?
4: Yes. So we talked yesterday. Well, I've seen the headline. I didn't read the specific. I'll be
3: honest. I'm anti shooting anywhere. Right? I'm anti shooting at bold the stance. at the that's a bold stance. I mean, I suppose it's you're you're whatever. You're shooting range, sure. Whatever. I'm pro shooting. Uh, if you're shooting at a duck, I'm pro shooting. Uh but generally, uh mm-hmm. shooting in and around human beings, yeah, I'm, I I, I I'll say this. I will boldly make
4: the statement, Jeff. I'm against firing a gun in a parking lot. I, I any parking lot. Yes.
3: I think that's a fair point. I think that's listen that's the official position of the Jeff Gawkins show. Mm-hmm. I also We're and, and I do understand that 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 top golf is a yeah, we've been all excited it's coming and so it's bad if there's a shooting in the parking lot. Not a great look. Ron Olson called me this morning and told me about the shooting. Because I wasn't plugged into all the T V stations covering it. And I asked how many dead? None. I'm glad, by the way. I'm not. I right. wasn't disappointed. Right? That. No. No. Yes. But then I asked, like, how many injured? None. A gun went off, and someone shot a gun. And like, I hate to say this, there's shootings in my neighborhood. I hear them every night. If like, it, like, is it? And it's and it's worse than it's at Top Golf. I mean, did it get I fired think, straight in the air? I think this is. I don't know where the hell it was fired. I think this is a little crime hysteria. That's what I think this is. I think it's a little Self-ful, self-fulfilling prophecy. I think this is a little bit of if your point is is that you're concerned about the future of Topgolf because there's a shooting in the parking lot hysteria about the shooting in the park in the in the, in the parking lot at at Topgolf only contributes to the to the any to whatever the issues are around Topgolf. I can right? buy that. Um so again, like it's a fine line. I am deeply concerned with crime and shooting and everything else in Memphis as we all are. Yes. I also think there's a fine line between uh, being concerned and hysteria. I think that's very bold of you. Okay. Brave. But what the, the real point here is we have an official position yes. of the Jeff Gawkins we are against firing, firing guns. Is, and- okay. Second. Second news item uh, that emerged. Draymond Green, Green um, suspended for five games. Does that seem appropriate? Light? Heavy? Excessive? Where are you on the Draymond I mean, Green I, suspension? I, Do you I, think this is going to mend his ways?
4: Yeah, I'm sure this will. This is, you know, this is going to change things. Um,
3: (laughs) Is there anything?
4: No, there's nothing. You could have suspended him for 20 games, and he would not have come back and been. I mean, I think you could have maybe. I I mean, honestly, if you suspended him for the year, like I I mean, let's suppose. Well, he's. I mean, gets older and
3: older, you'd see less and less of him. I did. Chances would happen.
4: I did love the symmetry of he got five for fighting. I I did enjoy that, and it was also Jeff' his fifth suspension. That's so you know the 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 number 5 it's all just all it's all, it's all yeah. s- there's nice symmetry there. I don't know. I I
3: I will well, say this interesting p- he made Rudy Gobert seem like a sympathetic character, didn't he? Yeah, that that was of. And I liked like that. the the time that I liked I think I think Rudy Gobert used the word clown at least 3 times in his post-game remarks. I, Although, I enjoyed I thought the, that too. I thought the best thing was Gobert pointing
4: out that Draymond gets suspended when Steph doesn't play. I think it's yeah. like, of oh, his like 11 right. ejections, seven are yeah. without Steph. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no,
3: it was they, – they, they they go in each other beautifully. But that's
4: it true. is also important to note, Gobert's own teammates have punched him.
3: Oh, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why it that's, is that's, remarkable that's, that he made Gobert – Now, the enemy of my like,
4: enemy is my ally, and so yeah, I will exactly. obviously – I'm team Gobert. Correct. At a certain point, we did team up with Russia I to defeat the Nazis. I think five is the minimum that it mm-hmm. could have been –
3: to feel I will say my first thought was 5 seemed light. Mm, right. I don't th- I th- I think 3 would have definitely been light. I I think 5 is the minimum acceptable punishment uh for Draymond Green. Uh, you've got Oklahoma State, I'm Oklahoma State. Oklahoma City tonight playing uh Golden State. That's where the state came in. And Golden State will not have Steph or Draymond. Uh take some of the glamour out of that one. Okay. Another news item. Did you see that in England, and I have avoided this story partly because it just makes me so squeamish. Did you see that England arrested a guy? Yes. I'm going to presume it was Matt Petgrave. But the, we, the hockey player? Yeah. For yeah. man, uh, They've arrested him. So Adam Johnson was killed by a skate blade in a hockey game in England. Adam Johnson, a had, had actually played in in the NHL. Yeah, he played for the Penguins. Been, been in some NHL games. Uh, kid from Minnesota, been in NHL games, and is now playing his trade over, or was now playing his trade over in England. And he gets run over by a skate. Matt Petgrave is the skate. So, he didn't get
4: run over, he got, well, sh- know, like he got yes, right,
3: right So, here's the truth. And it slid his throat, basically, and he bled out and died. And, and it's created this whole, in hockey, now do you wear the throat the whatever, throat protector. protectors, which yeah. is not a perfect protection and also is very cumbersome. And so, there's you know, there's now this debate. People are not wearing them. Some people aren't wearing them. I'm going to be honest here. I could not bring myself to watch the video. And without watching the video, I can't really weigh in on whether... Matt Petgrave should be charged with manslaughter. Now, it's interesting. In England, he has not been charged, and they haven't even named him. What, they've said a man has been arrested, but they in England don't name people unless they've been charged, and he has not been charged. And so all we know is that an individual was arrested and then released um, in connection with the death of Adam Johnson. If it's manslaughter... No intent to kill is is needed, right? As as part of a manslaughter charge, I think you told me you did watch the video. I did, um, and, and also what was your? Pr- I I I almost there's a there's a real danger that I'm going to faint dead away talking about this story. So let's be let's be brief about it and not too gory. Yeah, yeah I, well, I'm squeamish too. So what, what, the the fact that I watched it? What is your? Um, what I just couldn't watch a man die. You know, uh, what is your? Um, sense of whether that person, Matt Petgrave, should go to jail for this, or I should, think, I, should be I, convicted I, of a crime for this? Again, do like, I think like, he's... was it assault? Was it assault yes. with Draymond Green last? Was should was she well, have I mean, been I, assault? I and mean, I mean, that's the thing that we've in learned. Sports, we don't apply the same standards. If you did what Draymond Green did. At a bar, that you could have be charged with, probably not in Memphis. We got bigger fish to fry. Salt, but yeah, but, but yeah, whatever. There are instances of things that eh, it's in the because it happens in the sports arena. We don't treat it as a crime.
4: Correct. Would you? I think there's a key distinction, though. Yeah. When you have skates on, you have a weapon. What do you think he was trying to do? He was trying to kick him. You think? Okay. Was he trying to hurt him? I think he was thinking he was going to kick him, like in the shoulder. Was bag. the guy down? Uh, yes. So he checked him. He checked him and the guys on the ground, and he did like the stomp thing. Oh, God. And the other problem is, and this is what has not gotten uh, reported widely: he has a history of
3: this. Right, I've I've seen some of that too. Is a history of kicking people? Correct with skates. He's sort of like the uh, Grayson Allen only kicking again. I I don't know.
4: Like I, my my other understanding is, in England the manslaughter is a little more difficult to prove or whatnot. Like, there's there's certain protections. I think he committed a crime.
3: <sighs> All right. Uh, the other news, and we commented on it when it happened, but we haven't gone into it much since, is Deshaun Watson uh, out for the season with surgery. And I saw an argument uh, over at ESPN that that is the worst It has emerged to be the worst trade in NFL history. Now, I don't have the details of the Herschel Walker trade in front of me. It's interesting. The worst part of the Deshaun Watson trade is not the three first-rounders, although that's pretty bad. It's the contract. It's the contract that you then had to give him and what it does going forward to your cap. And essentially, he's got three more years left at 60, with a $64 million cap hit. Like, that is that is what, you know, that's not unlike what the, the Chiefs are playing for, paying for Patrick Mahomes. It, that percent of your cap right. is wrapped up in Deshaun Watson, who has played 12 games now in three seasons. Now, one of them was because he was suspended all season. That's not fair. So he's played. And, and he, so he's not been available, though. And then when he has been available, he's been bad. Of the 32 quarterbacks who have started five games this year, He is, uh, in terms of off-target percentage, what percentage of his throws are off-target? He's number one. He's number one, the most off-target. 21% of his throws are off-target. In terms of completion percentage, uh, he is... uh, He's 28th. Now we're going the other way. Uh, You you want a low number here. I mean, you want a high number here. He is 28th in completion percentage. He is 25th in yards per attempt. This is a lot of bad quarterbacks are starting in the NFL. I have started in the NFL five games, and he's like right at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so. If only there was a hero that was ahead of this. He's been unavailable. You knew this all along. He's been unavailable. He has been uh, bad when he's been available. And there is essentially. Nothing they can do, because the contract's fully guaranteed. They are stuck with him almost certainly for the next two years. Yes, and he has now. We there's nothing to be shoulders and quarterbacks. There's nothing to do other than hope this surgery works and he is back and he is good. And you look at that defense, and I guess there probably is an argument that it's the worst trade in in. And certainly one of the worst trades in NFL history. I mean, I, I think it is because
4: it's when you factor in everything, it's like they they completely sold their soul for him.
3: Well, that's the other thing. It wasn't even for. That's leaving aside the fact that he had done what he had done. Correct. Oh my
0: God, he was never. If that you ever
3: good. despair of being a fan of the team that you are a fan of, whatever it is, yeah, whether it's the Grizzlies right now or whether it's uh, my beloved Buffalo Bills or whoever else it is. It could be worse. Being a Browns fan right now would really be a struggle.
4: Yeah, the one solace I have is most of them are Ohio State fans. They'll be okay. They'll
3: be okay. Uh, Other news, we got Ravens-Bengals tonight. Finally a tasty
4: Thursday night game. Indeed. So I was trying to look up. So right now the Bengals are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Of course, the Ravens... beat the Bengals in Cincinnati that was when Burrow was
3: It just feels like the rave it feels like the Bengals should be judged purely on how good they are at their high end a playoff team and yet if they lose tonight they're 5 and 5 they're 5 and 5 does that give you any solace some not really no my own misery is my own misery but um well it's not like it's not like Josh was hurt so yeah it's not like Josh was hurt you, you have a better excuse if someone was hurt you had the defensive players that were hurt but uh, on the bills but that the defense you know was respectable um so anyway so um so we got that tasty game that's interesting also in the NFL Justin Fields will be back for the Bears right and I was reading a piece I, I just I felt, like an, I felt like I was living on another planet reading it today. It was about how this is a really important stretch for Justin Fields and the Bears because they've got to know they're going to have two high picks and they got to figure out whether Justin Fields is the answer or not in this stretch of games. Is there, in, are, are we really believing that it's possible that we still think Justin Fields is the answer and that they would have a chance if they had one of the first two picks, which they almost certainly will because it looks like the Panthers pick, that they won't pick a quarterback? I, haven't we already moved on from this? Don't we know that the quarterback for the Bears next year is right now playing at USC or North Carolina?
4: I think that's the case, although I suppose with if he comes out and for seven games looks awesome, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. I think, I think that this decision was made. I think the fact that they went with Baygent, as long as they did, kind of tipped their the hand. The
3: worst thing, the, 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 the reason this might be important for the Bears, well, first of all, they're screwing their own draft pick, but they're not invested in their, their own draft pick now. They're invested in the Panthers yeah. draft pick. That's going to be the number one pick in the draft or the number two pick in the draft. That's the pick for which, with which they're going to get their quarterback. The, um, their own draft pick, if Justin Fields plays well, he will do damage to their draft pick. And that's not good. But if he plays well, he will raise his value. marketability and value, and that is good. So there's a compensating good here. You could imagine if he plays really well down the stretch. You could imagine getting certainly a second for him, or a second and a fourth for him. Or could you imagine any they circumstances have, under which you get pick a first for fifth, him? Do they pick up his fifth year? Is that what they did? Don't know the answer to that. I'm going to head and like. Do they have yes. control? I'm going to presume that they did. So let's presume they have control. Presume he, did, he does very well down the stretch. Can you get a first for him? I think it's unlikely to get a first. It is funny how, how teams, in the NBA, they just throw them around like freaking candy. And in the NFL, you can't get a first. But, you know, like, yeah, you can't get the 28th pick in the draft
4: for him. I mean, Don't you think, though, it's kind of a reflection of, all right, in most NFL drafts, about half to probably what sixty percent of first rounders hit to some right. degree. Oh yeah, it's just it's just a function of how valuable. Correct. It. Yeah. Whereas in the NBA, if half the first rounders hit in a draft, like that's been an incredible draft.
3: I don't know if you saw this Gronk, who comments in the world of uh, football, he's now, a Fox guy now. Yeah, um, he said that Mac Jones has been uh, uh, disrespected in New England. He actually said he isn't respected in New England, and I didn't know which way that was going to cut till I watched the clip. And the clip wasn't that he hasn't earned respect. It was that he gets no respect. He's treated disrespectfully. And he should request his release and then should go sign with the Browns. Okay. I mean, mean, you know what I mean? If he requests his release, I mean. He can request it all he wants. Right. Uh, He can can request it all he wants. But he's not getting no one just the the Pat aren't just going to go ahead and release Mac Jones. Yeah, I mean, I... I